Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Big stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, the not-too-distant future, we're probably going to have a handful of companies that are going to run our lives, and two of them are having a pretty bad day today. Facebook, for example, their shares are taking a pounding today in the aftermath of this uh, data breach, this Cambridge analytical scandal. Uh, and now Uber is having a pretty bad day itself. Now, Uber is very active in the autonomous vehicle market. There's a lot of competition between some pretty big companies in terms of being able to develop this technology and get ahead of everybody else. So the economy has come, or rather the uh, technology has come a long way because of this competition. And this sort of thing was probably inevitable as we get more and more autonomous vehicles on the road. Uh, So in Tempe, Arizona where this pilot project has been going on for some time. We have now what is believed to be the first fatal pedestrian crash involving an autonomous vehicle. Uh, The woman has been identified as 49-year-old Elaine Herzberg. Police uh, in the Phoenix suburbs say she had been walking outside of a crosswalk Sunday night when she was struck by a vehicle. In response, Uber has suspended its self-driving test in a handful of different cities. And sent their condolences as well to Hertzberg family, say they're working with law enforcement on the investigation. So it's not entirely clear what happened. The vehicle was in autonomous mode. There was a person behind the wheel ready to take over in the event uh, of an emergency. But obviously, uh, we're awaiting more details on what exactly happened here, whether it was uh, any kind of failure of technology or one of those situations where uh, even an autonomous vehicle is unable to avoid a collision. Uh, for example, in 2016 in the U.S., more than 6,000 pedestrians were struck and killed by cars, people driving cars. If autonomous vehicles could reduce that in half, reduce it by 75%, 90%, that would be a significant achievement. But it doesn't mean zero. So do we have unrealistic expectations about this technology, or should we have, do we have well-founded concerns about this technology in light of what has happened? Well, joining us to talk a bit more about uh, what perhaps this represents and where this technology is at, very pleased to welcome to the program uh, Srikant Serapali, who's an associate professor in mechanical engineering at Texas A&M University. Professor, thanks for joining us here. Welcome to the program. Thank you very much for having me. So uh, what's your initial reaction to this news? I think it's very sad news. And I think what this shows is that uh, autonomous vehicles or self-driving vehicles um, have a long way to go before they are ready to be deployed on the streets. What do you mean by long way, though? I think I think there's a lot of enthusiasm or hype on the self-driving vehicles, but a lot of researchers like me and a lot of companies have been saying this before that um, while uh, they're ready to test vehicles on the streets, on the roads, but they're nowhere ready to 
uh, actually deploy them or actually uh, have autonomous vehicles uh, take customers from point A to point B or even further along the line would be uh, autonomous vehicles that could be um, that could be sold right I think there's a lot of testing there's a lot of robustness and a lot of what if situations that need to be tested and demonstrated and analyzed before we can actually say or even think about these vehicles being fully autonomous and be able to drive on the streets. I suppose in this instant, uh, we, we, we're still awaiting more information on what exactly happened here. Um, I mean, otherwise, up until now, it seems as though these, these vehicles have a, a relatively good safety record. But well, what's the threshold for how we judge safety in autonomous vehicles? I think that's a very, very good question, right? Uh, so how should we judge these autonomous vehicles? When do we say that they are safe enough um, so that they can be deployed or they can be allowed to be on the road? Um, I don't think we have good answers right now, but maybe one way to look at it is to probably think about how the Food and Drug Administration tests medicines, right? So you have a medicine, you don't know anything about it because uh, there are some intellectual property or you have a new medicine and there is, uh, it's proprietary. Uh, but then it goes through several testing. So it first starts with uh, very simple testing in the lab. Then it goes through, um, say, some form of uh, testing with um, similar conditions with animals, things like that. And then it goes through very, very careful testing uh, limited trials, clinical trials. This takes years, right? Mm-hmm. So while I'm not saying that it should take years to do all of that, but we should have well-defined tests for these, right? Just like we give humans uh, tests. So uh, we tell humans that they need to pass a driving test before they're ready to be, uh, they're ready to take over the wheel and drive, right? So I, I, I think maybe having driving tests for self-driving cars is not a bad idea. It's interesting because in the cases that have been documented up until now, where there's been collisions involving autonomous vehicles, it seems as though it's been human error that's caused the problem, not the technology itself. But does that necessarily absolve the technology of of some responsibility? I I mean, I'd say it's probably uh, 50-50%. So if you take the probably the first well-known accident was the 2016 Tesla crash, right? That was definitely, uh, uh, um, it was technology error because it did not detect the uh, the truck. And it was human error because uh, the human did not take over control in sufficient time, right? Uh, and there have been numerous other accidents, uh, but... Uh, coming back to your question of whether um, when we can put these vehicles onto the street, I think uh, we need to consider cases where humans are going to make errors, uh, and these vehicles will need to make sure that they can detect those errors and then avoid those errors, right? So if you have somebody who's um, who's wrong way driving, um, the self-driving car cannot just say, I'm going to stay in my lane because I need to follow all the rules of the road, right? Uh, It probably needs to realize that the other vehicle is doing something wrong and then swerve into the other lane, avoid the coming vehicle, and then get back into the lane. We don't have anything like that right now.
Right, because you wrote about this recently. We had this this situation in Las Vegas with a self-driving shuttle that collided with a truck. And as it turned out, it was um, the, the shuttle recognized the truck was backing up, so it stopped uh, to make sure that it was out of the truck's way. Unfortunately, the person driving the truck didn't see the shuttle and kept backing up. So you look at this and you think, well, okay, stupid truck driver. But as you wrote, though, at the time that... There's probably more the autonomous shuttle could have done. It it stopped and stayed there, but couldn't have done more. Could it have honked its horn? Could it have got out of the way? And and it didn't. Yes, exactly right. I mean, uh, if so, I usually tell this to my students is that autonomous driving, the self-driving vehicles, are easy if all the vehicles on the street are self-driving vehicles, right? Yeah, uh, but they're not going to be like that. There are humans that are going to be on the streets, and uh, they're going to drive vehicles, right? And uh, we tend to make slight mistakes, right? But overall, we are very safe. But uh, the other drivers can adjust for those mistakes because they can understand what human behavior is, what intentions are, right? Uh, again, these are things that self-driving vehicles currently cannot understand, right? They can follow the rules of the road as written, and they are very, very safe, so they uh, drive within the speed limit. And so most of the times you hear the thing that the other person or the other vehicle was in fault, right? But we really need to ask the question, is that what we want from these self-driving vehicles, right? That's step one, but step one is not enough. We need to go to the point where they understand what the other vehicles are doing, not just think that they are going to follow the rules of the road. So what would that require? I think a lot more data, a lot more testing uh, would be step one, right? But then uh, a lot more openness about this data. So companies like Uber, like Google, like uh, Toyota, like um, they're all testing and gathering all this data. They need to, they don't have to provide their software or code, but if they can make this data open, or they can share it between companies, then I think we'll get there much faster. And if the final goal is really to reduce accidents and make them zero, I think these companies need to do that. They need to start sharing that data because with more data, you understand better what people are doing. And with that, you can reduce these accidents. Well, ultimately, that should be the goal. But what about the argument that even even now, even as it stands, this technology... For, for all of its flaws, probably would still save lives. It probably is preferable to our, our current uh, status quo, which is 100% human drivers. I, I think there are definitely places um, where this technology is, um, uh, is definitely superior than uh, a normal human driving, uh, what I would like to call a median human driving, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... Uh, uh, and I, uh, uh, nice weather conditions, slow driving, so, uh, or maybe freeway driving, uh, things like that. And we should introduce them very slowly, right? So I'm definitely in the group that says that, yes, we should have autonomous vehicles and we should introduce them slowly. But I also want um, regulators and researchers uh, to think about uh, how do we define safety, right? What are the kind of metrics that we will use to get these 
onto the roads to make sure that these are safe, right? Because we definitely do not want any more of these accidents happening. Yeah, definitely. Well, some important points raised. Uh, Sri, thank you so much for joining us here today. Really appreciate this. Thank you. Thanks a lot. Thanks for joining us. Uh, that is Sri Kant, Sarah Pallet, uh, who's uh, certainly done a lot of research on this issue. So he's got his concerns uh, about where we're at in this, this race between these big companies. So they do research in their lab at uh, Texas A&M University. He's an associate professor in mechanical engineering there. So he'd like to see these companies cooperate a little bit more, which I I don't think is going to happen because they're all trying to beat the others. To be the first to to roll out this technology, to be the first to get into the market, to be the first to corner some of this market. You can certainly see what Uber's doing, right? And trying to, to corner that transport market. Where for them, it's not about selling these vehicles. It's about selling the concept of... Renting a vehicle, not owning a vehicle. So that, that's Uber's endgame. So it's going to be interesting to see the fallout from this. Uh, certainly it's getting a lot of attention today. 974-8255 is our number. We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.